Welcome to Bit of Banta. Today we'll be chatting about uh, episode 4 of The Bad Batch, plus some other small news tidbits and our usual canon updates. So, how are you doing today, Noodle? What's the uh, what's the vibe about town on this grim Saturday? Very <laughs> <laughs> tired, but alright in general. Right. Very pumped about that that last episode ready to chat some, some tasty, wars tasty stuff mm. i am always ready to chat some wars you know it uh yeah what do you uh without getting into any particular points because we'll be doing that very soon what do you uh what do you think of the episode this week it was a wild ride <laughs> yep <laughs> <laughs> it was indeed <laughs> yeah i uh i really it's liked it again only thing, yeah, yeah. The only thing I can say without actually saying anything is it was a wild ride. En- enjoyed it overall, though, yeah. Yeah, was it was great. I think it's a good precursor to always like let out if we like like episode if we didn't before we get into the actual yeah. points start breaking down. No, I really liked it too. Um, um, I mean, but, it's also probably not going to happen very often that we're both like, nope, episode was shit. Hated gosh, it. Gosh, crap. <laughs> even like the most like, like even throughout Rebels, I think there's only like maybe like two episodes a whole I say are like weaker than the others but upon rewatch I actually like them more than I remember like liking remember like disliking them before so I, th- I just like Star Wars man. That's yeah it's like to. the same <laughs> when you when you you know when you watch like those really bad movies yeah at one point you just they are just so dear to your heart because they are so shit yeah like I just I just like, like remember I, that <laughs> the Clone Wars droid arc I just like Star Wars <laughs> I, but there's some actually really good stuff in that arc though there's some, there's some yeah weird I stuff, know but... there's some good stuff but it's just very um my man, yeah weird weird is probably a good word my man Meaver Gascon going metal mm-hmm. in that big desert time yeah I like yes. that I like that time it's I, I just find it funny how like that that arc has stuck with um my friend uh so much like, uh, that whenever we got to the Mandalorian and the pit droids appear he was expecting to sound like Wacko or whatever the what do you call the droid Wack from that that arc you know the the pit droid from oh, the D Squad. No idea what his name was, honestly. I think it was it was, it was just Wack. Wacko was from the anime. I just still think it's mostly hilarious that uh, another one of our friends uh, never never got past that arc and basically stopped watching Clone Wars because of it. Despite the fact there's so much good stuff after it, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's only really the second episode of that arc. I think is the slowest. Is when when they're like just wandering about the planet, going insane. Because the actual the rest of it is actually quite good because it has like Gre- uh, Gregor it's and stuff. It's not bad, but it's like. Ah, no, it's the, an experience. The, the stuff with Gregor, I think, is really good. Yeah. A- anyway, into El Bad Bachu. So um, yes. we have our list of things just to chat about, and it, it, we kind of go through the episode, the kind of the way it's been laid out and everything. Um, so we got to see Pantora this episode, which we've yes. um, we've known about for quite a while in canon, like um, in Revenge of the Sith, I believe it is. Like George Lucas and his daughters were like Pantorans, and then we actually. Uh, had Pantoran characters in the Clone Wars. We had like Senator Chuchi and we had like her whole thing. And we went to Ordo Plutonia in the Clone Wars for like an arc where we met like the Tals. Um, we had to do like the mm. whole peace conference between the Pantorans and the uh, the Tals and that. And we had Chuchi's guy who just wanted to just like kill the Tals or whatever. He wanted to like occupy Ordo Plutonia and then he ended up dying. Um, I remember in the Clone Wars like the Ordo Plutonia was designed after like the OG Hoth sketches by Ralph McQuarrie, which is really cool. Um, but I always liked the Pantoran characters, and then we actually get to see Pantoran this, and it looked gorgeous. It looked really good. It, yeah, like that's also something I um, wrote down right away. Is that like the the whole uh, whatever the Empire celebration thingy that mm-hmm. was happening? The parade was, or whatever. Yeah, parade is the word. Yes, um, 
absolutely fucking gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. Like, the whole series has been gorgeous until now. Mm-hmm. But we've never really had, like, such a populated scene, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, with actually, like, also different looking characters. Yeah. I, I mean, the, the whole part where they went on the ship on the second was it the second episode with uh, the chain codes ooh, yes they wanted to send send omega off that was second one right? Cot- cotton ron was episode two i believe yeah yeah was um, episode two. like that was pretty pretty populated but it was still very like the hues were much um less bright i guess sure much much more gray and yeah, so look at my was more <laughs> dulled, I guess. Than, yeah, but uh, this, this one, damn, that it, was that was pretty. It was really, really lovely. Yeah, it looked, it just looked, everything looked great. Like the some of the camera work they've been doing is really, really, really nice. I think at one point in this, like I was reading on Wikipedia, apparently at one point in this they refer to Pantora as a planet. I don't know if this was the Bad Batch referred to it. Probably Echo, being the smart arse or something. He refers to Pantora as a planet despite it being a moon, which is interesting. Um, I don't know if that's just like. Like a generally accepted thing in the galaxy, maybe it was a production gaffe, or maybe it's more like residents of the of Pantora don't like referring to it as a moon. I don't know. I can't remember the maybe context. Echo, maybe Echo was just wrong. Could be, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't know. Maybe it's just like, ah, there, planet on it. Uh, maybe it's just because it's, it's so big, it just counts to them as as a planet. I don't know. Um, but it looked, it just looked fantastic. Like the 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 sweeping shot when they're coming into it, just looked great. Everything through the streets looked fantastic. I just think they did a they've been i mean they've been nailing all the production stuff so far like all the sets and everything so um but my my friend made a really good point um so like if we think back to like camino and sulukamai and stuff like they they had those like they did those for the clone wars anyway and these are just like new versions of them the new versions of the planets and stuff and the moon last episode was different but it's like a moon you know um it's been ages since i read this so it might be more fresh for you but my friend was saying that the Ventress stuff at the beginning of Dark Disciple was on Pantora. Oof, so they might have oof. already made those assets and they just souped them up for this. Which I was like, I can't remember that, but that's a good point. That's true. I don't know if you, I don't know if you can remember that at all. Was Ventress I can't on? remember yeah. that at all, no. Whenever I read, read Dark Disciple, I'll have to make, make a note to look at that. But he raised that point and I was like, oh, that's a fair point. Actually, if that's true, maybe they, they had Pantora assets sitting about and um they, they never got to use them because they never animated dark disciples so they were like right boys let's let's get it going but that looked looked fantastic either way really 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 yeah. good um well, two things that you haven't caught in this um because you haven't watched it yet there were uh two references to resistance one of which I, I i did catch in one which um someone pointed out to me afterwards and i was like oh that's right um the one i caught immediately were, were the vorpax which are the little like the little dog things with the big long legs that omega chases um they make that like really like distinct like i'm not gonna even attempt it like they kind of like half bark half meow um they're because as soon as omega's playing with that she's playing with like the stormtrooper dolls whatever and she like looks away and you hear them barking i was like (laughs) i immediately recognized it (laughs) so like in resistance um it's it's set on this like um like racing platform and one of the main characters is a girl called tora who's like the daughter of the guy in charge of the platform and um, she has one of those things, and she called it's called Buggles. Um, and it's the, it was the introduction of that like race that that the Vorpak. So I, everyone's just assumed it as like a it's just a, this thing from Resistance, just this weird looking dog cat thing with these big long chicken legs. And uh, it, it was just it was just Buggles a species, the Vorpak. 
Uh, but I've just like associated that noise, that little meowy barky noise with with buggles and resistance. And as soon as I heard that noise, my ears perked up and I was like, "No way!" And then then there's like two, two of them in the back of the car, <laughs> um, and it's it's just it's like the style hasn't been changed or anything. That's exactly what they look like in Resistance, which is really cool. Um, so it's just like an, another little bit of connective tissue, you know, between um, yeah. between the different series. Uh, and the other one was um, like the little walkie droid. Like uh, I think they called it Clink in the episode. Um, the one that's like very excitable. You know, the one has the little arms and legs. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a, there's the two like normal astromechs, and there was him. Um, yeah. So he's an LE series droid, and they're also from Resistance. Um, that design is from Resistance as well. There was one who walked around the the classes again. And uh, so another, uh, and someone pointed out to me later, I was like, oh fuck, so it is. So it's another one from Resistance, which is really it's a really cool. Nice when, like... when things from the different series that have not appeared anywhere else are, are getting put together. Yeah, just to, just connect the tissue. You know, it's just it's just fun. Yeah. Um, um but... also just looked it up. Um Pantara apparently does appear in the Dark Disciple. Ah, there you go. And also <laughs> appears in Air to the Air to the Jedi. <laughs> oh. Well, Air to the Jedi is interesting. It's like th- I think the only reason he raised Dark Disciple was that it, it would have been episodes, you know. So like the assets yeah, might have been created sure, for it. But I just I just saw it and I thought it was <laughs> I read that book. <laughs> I read that. <laughs> I, With, I know this. The, I bet you Pantoir doesn't have those like skull eating things or whatever. They were on that like purple moon or something, weren't they? What do mm. you call them? Like the oh, little God. worm things, or whatever uh, that like drilled into your skull, head. Skull. Skull borers were they? Skull borers, yeah. Yeah, the dirty things. Um, yeah, it's, that, that's interesting that, that that they have some credence then, and maybe they did create these things and they just never use them. The Faxian Skullboros from the Purple Moon of Fax. Fa- of Fax? Fax. F-E-X. Of Fax, oh, okay. Um, we get to see the uh, the chain code implementation continuing in this one as well, with your boy Rampart doing it again, Um, which is like, again, something we'll go on to see throughout a lot of, like, it's been referenced a lot in Mandalorian, they use it for like the bounty pucks, like it's what Boba uses to show that the armor is his to Din. Um, Rampart is getting a lot of spotlight, like he's doing Rampart all this. Try harding, try harding <laughs> the Empire. Yeah, <laughs> he's like speedrun all the time. Yeah. Like, he, I mean, he's yeah, he's he's in charge of the chain code stuff. He's like seemingly leading Crosshair's little group, or whatever. Or, like uh, that's what it seemed to me, at least from the bit with him and Tarkin. Um, mm. But yeah, he's a. I mean, we we don't really have too much of him so far, but he seems like a fun character, um, and I'm assuming we'll probably get more of him. I guess like they have to have an antagonist, so they can't have like Vader after the boys all the time. So it's fun getting new characters I mean, like that. They could. I mean, theoretically, but could yeah. Are probably gonna get get sick of it at some point. But you want to also, yeah, you want to create your own new cast of like villainous characters, yeah. like some. I get it. Well, like you know, they made that new model for the end of the Clone Wars, so I imagine they're going to use it at some stage. But that's just uh, that's just my guess. But it's nice, like, um, just, like, in this transitional period, like, having this, like, very important method of, like, categorizing your citizens, almost, and, like, having them in this big database. Um, just just seeing that transition go and, like, the redundancy of the Republic credits and then mm-hmm. the introduction of the Imperial stuff, which is, I don't know, it's just, like, a, a fun detail to see kind of continuing as we go. Um, the stuff with Echo this episode... I felt really bad. <laughs> Dude, like, you like, can't just fucking sell your friend. <laughs> like, I think we talked about <laughs> last not, week. Not all right. Yeah, I think we talked about last week that, like, Echo is kind of, like, taking the function of the droid of the group, even though he's not. Yeah. Just with the stuff he can do. 
So, like, they get off on Pantora, and he has that, like, he doesn't wear his, like, standard clone helmet, or his Bad Batch helmet. He wears that, like, welding helmet that he pulls down over his face. Mm. Um, and, it like, looks super cool, though. Really, oh, it, really love the look of that. It did look really cool. So, I can't, I don't get the vibe, like, he wanted to be seen as a droid at the start. Like, I think he just wanted to, like, look less conspicuous. Yeah, just, exactly, like, because, like, it would, would be quite um, an unusual sight, I guess. I mean, easy to see the clone face, just, I guess. But yeah, but like also having whole man just um, being like approximately seventy percent of mm. some sort of he's more uh, machine than man now. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yep, I get it. Yeah, and he's ghastly pale as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, they have that, and then so they 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 bounce about Pantora while Wrecker and Tech like get it like make sure they can now have the ability to scramble the ship which is cool because we see ships like the ghosts be able to do that regularly um so it's nice that the bad batch's little cruiser will be able to do that um so they need money so they fucking just sell echo through this uh, i can't remember the name of the race that the three-eyed uh species and yeah. i do i do think it was funny how he has three eyes so he has two monocles <laughs> <laughs> or like the little like you new know, like the little single one you use for like identifying jewels and stuff he has over two of yeah. his eyes to keep one eye free but yeah, they just they just sell Echo and like you can just you just break out whenever we're gone. <laughs> and like Echo just seems so offended. I, I by it. did, yeah, but I I also um did, did love how Echo just went like, well, I'm I'm worth more than two thousand. <laughs> like you're like I'm worth at least four, and they get him for three yeah. or something. <laughs> but like, I just, I just, I felt really bad. To do. There's there's different ways to get money. You don't have to sell your friends. Yeah, I mean, like I I don't think Hunter like he obviously didn't mean anything bad by it, but like yeah, sure, but. I can't imagine Echo felt good about that. You know, he's like, yeah. he's been dealing with this stuff. Like, he's the only one of the Bad Batch whose, like, mutation or, like, oddities came from, like, his didn't come from Camino. His came from the bloody Techno Union experimenting yeah, on him. He's he's the only one who's, like, obviously different, like, physically. Sure. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, Wrecker's kind of <laughs> a huge man, but... What about Hunter? He looks like, 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 looks like Rambo. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> that's how tech one sounds about British, right? Yeah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's a bit of an oddity. I mean, I mean, being British is probably worse than all of this. Oh no! <laughs> what do you say? This thing, so. yeah, it's like, yeah, I, I just feel really bad for for Echo. I mean, he's probably been dealing with these things, and the fact that he has like a constant reminder, like he has no hand, he has like a little. Yeah scomp link like screwdriver thing to constantly remind him of what he's been put through and then as one of his teammates is like that's our droid there <laughs> give us yeah, three, already, three already for... kind of doing the job of a droid when you when when you probably have some a bit of an identity crisis about uh some people saying you're more machine than man he's more machine than man now so i had to keep saying every time you reference it then also doing the job of a droid basically and then being sold off to some kind of scrapper as a droid don't think that makes it better in any kind of way you know no and it also seems like the general like rule you would get or like the general plan you'd have like i could see chopper doing this or like r2 where you like sell them and then they break out like it's not really a role that you would give i mean didn't they do something like that in Rebel Season 2 when Hera got sold to Lando? 
yeah. and she like broke out or something but it's it's not generally and but she was gaming so it was like a dancer or whatever but it's generally the droid's job you know to do that and echo's like oh, for god's sake um, oh, it's also yet yet another example of and that's something we could probably talk about for an hour by itself uh the weird um stuff about star wars droids mm-hmm. just sometimes seeming like they are sentient beings and sometimes not i yeah uh, i like, yeah, depending I on the droids of course but still like some sometimes the droids seem to be treated like actual people and sometimes yep. they seem to be treated like objects uh, yeah like a whole thing about star wars that i could it's one of the things you can talk about for I, uh, quite a while <laughs> it also it depends like as well who has the droid like the empire were very like they don't really care about their droids whereas like a lot of them people in the rebellion would and there's a bit in one of the uh, and like the whole thing with like um astromex is that you meant to wipe their memory regularly one so that they don't store any plans like what happened when r2 got captured in clone wars but the other thing is that so they don't, they're, not, they're not meant to develop a personality like there's a bit in um the main star wars comic the one set between a new hope and empire strikes back where 3po gets um like kidnapped and r2 goes off on his own to save him mm-hmm. and there's like there's like a narration running throughout the comic basically like it, it reads as if you're reading the manual for the r2 astromech series and it's like um please remember to wipe your r2 astromech unit after every mission blah 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 blah, blah. and then it's like if you if you're um if your astromech just develops um like affection or uh, attachments to another droid wipe it immediately and that's when R2 breaks in and starts like trying to free 3PO. So, yeah, like the and there's a whole thing, the whole thing with L3 in Solo, and there's like um, a group called the Droid Gotra in Canon as well yeah. that you'll start to discover as we go. Who are like a Droid Emancipation group. There's definitely a whole thing going through Star Wars that you know, yeah, probably what a lot of people do to these droids is not great. Um, and a lot of them are like I, I'd say 3PO, very sentient and r2 very sentient bb8 chopper yeah. <laughs> chopper, chopper absolutely fucking sentient dude <laughs> but like maybe a lot of the thing is that like people are just encouraged to just wipe them so often so when you when you don't wipe them that's when the personality comes in so like maybe the wiping is is it it's terrible like you know like three people has the whole like gaggy but like at the end of revenge so he's like oh no and they like wipe the droids wipe the protocol droids memory that's terrible yeah. <laughs> like you're wiping like you're basically wiping like his... it's not just the personality like it's not just the memory it is basically the personality yeah. that is being wiped with that because your personality comes from the things you it's have a... experienced in your life yep it's, it's you some go. of your memories and your experiences and you're just like you're just taking that all back i do find it funny though how 3 people basically returns to the same personality <laughs> so like like he gets a new set, a new set of uh experiences and all and then like his personality becomes kind of the same maybe that's just how he is but i i always find it amusing like 3PO and like R2 are doing like some mission for the rebellion and R2's like chitters away and 3PO's like what do you mean like R2's like described a mission yeah. from Clone Wars or something like he's like they're like doing some like mission for Bail Organa and R2's like oh, do you mind that time I flattened that king on that one planet <laughs> and 3PO's like what what was that and R2's like oh. and they just continue going to... <laughs> like, yeah R2's a menace eh? he's, the, he's the real problem um, R2 yeah R2 is, is oh a little shit is what yeah, it is. Yeah, definitely. That's the personality to him. But yeah, the whole droid thing is, is very, very interesting. And as you read more things, and you, cause I don't think you've had anything so far with the droid Gotra. Not with the good but, droid Gotra, no. But it's more, uh, it's definitely a, a thread that you will you will get tugged on. But even the stuff with the L3 kind of dives into it. Like I've said before, if L3 hadn't found 
If I if L three had to find land a web leaf. It's not just the stuff with L three. It's not just the stuff with with any of the like really obviously um, sentient droids. I guess. Sure. It's also the way the movies were made, even like with the separatist droids, mm-hmm. the battle droids, the B ones and stuff. Yeah. They are just. They are also always just treated very differently. Yep. They they die for a joke, and yeah, I mean, like, and sad. It's, I'm, I'm not I'm not trying to say that that's like I'm like politically offended about this. <laughs> it's just like they die die for a joke when whoever else would die, even if it was just another droid. Um, it would be an absolute tragedy, or like, yeah, not just like... any other droids. But like Star Wars picks and chooses the droids they make sentient very sure. carefully, and. It's just kind of fascinating sometimes to think about. But I do think we it, should not we should not start start getting really into that now. It's honestly. very easy to go in that rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm for... not going to start uh, start talking about anything else today anymore. Pen it in for another day, hey. But it is yeah. it's a very it is a very interesting topic. Um, we got finally got Fennec Shant this episode, yes. and she was she was great. Um, like so I, something I told you already first time we we saw her where we basically only had that shot of a bit of a helmet and the eyes um did not recognize the helmet right away just because watching mandalorian has been a while yep um first thing i first person i thought about was uh channel channel cha wow that's a name yeah from like the lando comics that Mm -hmm. i had read quite recently very recently I think Chana- just because Chana- of the dark eyes, basically, because she had like such dark eyeliner, and also in my in my brain, Fennec never never had that. But that's probably just like a stylistic choice they made for the whole Clone Wars animation style. For the for the style, I'm pretty yeah. sure Chanath Cha's helmet is more like a. It's more full faced. Like you f- don't you don't see her face at all in her yeah. helmet. But who knows? I mean, like I only saw her that one time in that Lando comic. Maybe mm-hmm. she she got some new gear, you know? Yeah, for for the Lando one. Yeah, yeah. It's like a blue. I'm just double checking. It's like a blue helmet with like a yellowy orange visor. Yeah, it, it, looks, it, looks, really it looks a bit more like a Mandalorian helmet. Like not completely, but it's just yeah. like with the glass style, with the visor style. Yeah, I can just see it. Reminded me a bit of that. Kind of like the T-style design of the visor. Yeah. I could see it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Channel Chab was, was really cool. I could see it. But nah, as soon as I saw her in the trailer, I was like, oh, there she is. And like, I, I could gush for so much, for so long about how I love Ming-Na Wen. Um, yeah. Like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is like my favorite TV show of all time. And whenever it ended, my hope was that these actors would, like, I would get to see them regularly still. And, and Ming-Na Wen was one of like the, the, the best actors on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So whenever she got cast for star wars i was like i was so happy mm-hmm. and then she got killed in her first episode of season one of mandalorian i was like i was so i was like i was like not annoyed because like that's the story she was just cast as like a one-off character then she got to come back in season two and i was like yes <laughs> and then she got to come in for for animation i was like oh, for, I, I was like so pleased and now she's gonna come in probably for the book of boba fett i am oh, oh I the book would of expect her to be in there at least kind i have of, to imagine so maybe it was funny as well because whenever I saw that they had cast, um, that whenever uh, Fennec showed up in the trailer for uh, the Bad Batch, it was before Ming Na Wen had been confirmed to be voicing her, and I was like, they have to get Ming Na Wen to voice Fennec Shand, right? Especially because it's, it's so close to the Mandalorian. It's like, has Ming Na Wen done any voice acting or anything? And then I was like, wait, she was Mulan, <laughs> of course she <laughs> has. <laughs> um, she was Mulan. 
Yeah, she's she's the English voice of Milan. Huh. Um. So she has been done a lot of voice acting, and it was a fool on me for not remembering that. And she was fantastic in the episode as well. I thought. Um. She just so easily slipped into voice acting again. Um. So I I loved it. She's just um, great in general. I thought. She, yeah. I thought her inclusion in the she's episode also like. like a- just just see her on twitter all the time just oh, like she's, she's, she's really appreciated appreciative of like the fennec fans and all of that she's just she just seems like a very lovely person fennec fan <laughs> she was fan'd. she was absolutely lovely throughout agents of shield like she was such a she was and she's, she's just like she's her and keanu reeves have somehow found like the fountain of youth huh? like oh yes she's she looks like she's she just never ages but she's so lovely and she was just so wholesome to like agents of shield was on on air for like seven years or something maybe even eight um but she was a joy to watch on screen and she was a pleasure in any of like the fan interactions and behind the scenes stuff and i just i just love her um and just now having her in my other favorite thing <laughs> it's just yeah. like this is a dream come true like so like i want more of the agents of shield cast to be in stuff but like having Ming-Na Wen Star Wars is, is fantastic and I thought Fennec slipped into the Bad Batch story like flawlessly I think it was really really good Um, the little Sullustan guy contacting her I, a second I didn't know who he was contacting I thought he was going to contact like the Empire or something but as soon as I saw that helmet I was like yes but <laughs> here we go <laughs> Um, and a lot, of the, a lot of the episode was just like a, a big long action scene but I thought she did great on it Um. I don't know. What what was your thoughts on Fennec throughout the episode? It was like first of all, of course, like Ming Wen did do an amazing job, mm-hmm. just like in The Mandalorian. And I don't think I actually okay. Yes, I saw her in Milan. Mm-hmm. Now that I know that that was her, <laughs> that was her. Yeah. <laughs> um, I yeah, you know, I'm like not watching Star Wars for the action scenes. Yep. But it was still, like, a nice one. I was, like, half the time with... I don't think we actually, like, went over the, the storyline of that episode at all yet. Um, The whole Omega basically being missing because she ran after those uh, cat dogs. Yeah, the the four packs, yeah. <laughs> no weird cat dog. Chompy boys, yeah. Cat dog. Yep. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um was kind of like uh, our Finding Nemo arc. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then... Uh, find, find, find your missing child. Um, and, yeah. But Fennec appears was, like was a... Very, very... Um, Fennec is basically the, the sharks. <laughs> in, <laughs> that, in that case, Fennec is the sharks. She smells blood and she's just like, goes all rabid and starts trying to kill him. Nah, she, she has more <laughs> of a purpose, I guess. Yeah. I thought she, I, I don't know. I thought she, she was, was just, really just good. tired, but it it was weird, like seeing her as um, I guess kind of the villain again. Yeah, I I'd say definitely so. Uh, yeah. I mean, like we we don't really know what her intentions are and who hired her and we have as our... all of that, but that is still a point we're 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 gonna come across. Indeed, indeed. Um, but yeah, I think it was was still very enjoyable, even though I'm not like watching this for the action sure i think like um I, I think her model looked really good as well oh like, yes i think very easily fit into the style um they made her remember. hair look look amazing like her hair always looks amazing but <laughs> sure but did she, the, did she have the, the long ponytail and 
Oh, yes. In Mandalorian? Okay. Yeah. Yes, I just don't really... I may as well more like, focus on the helmet. Just... I don't know. Oh, she did. I'm a fool. She usually wore it over yeah. her shoulder. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, braided in that super crazy way. It's not like yep. a normal braid. It's like, like something. I don't know. Something I couldn't do. One, yeah. because I don't have the hair. <laughs> Another, because I don't have the skills. <laughs> I, I do not anymore. That length of hair. Wow. Dude. That's some th- long ass hair. You should have done it and then cut your hair, huh? The fennec braid, huh? Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> that would have, like, ended up on, on, like, shoulder length at that point. Hers was, like, hers, like, went down past her shoulder, didn't it? Hers goes, like, down to her butt, basically. Like, <laughs> that far, is it? It's super long. Oh, God. Maybe she uses, like, a whip. Like, a, like an extra weapon, uh, huh? I mean... Put your hands up, huh? She I'd, drops her weapons in and walks her head and just, like... Imagine she could, probably. There you go, huh? No, nah, like okay, a... it wasn't that long, at least not in the uh, life. No, also not in the in the Clone Wars, like in the Bad Batch thing. Also not in the live action one. Wasn't that long. I have it somehow remembered as being absolutely incredibly long. <laughs> you just have it like overly long in your head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, she, I think she was Still great. Now. I, I love the bounty hunter stuff anyway, and Fennec was a great addition to like the bounty hunter lore, and having her show up in the Bad Batch just like cementing that legacy i guess like just like her effect on star wars as a whole so she's not just like a one-off one but like no nah, I, I think she's a lot of fun I yeah guess. it's always always nice to have like characters introduced that actually are going to be in more than just one series or mm-hmm. one episode or like just just are more main characters that are coming into that universe again just makes it all we, feel a bit more connected you know like at least over clone wars and all that we got many of those more one-off characters mm-hmm. obviously because you like can't have every character in a show be where's everyone be, <laughs> be like a character that shows up all the time yeah um but yeah i think it's i think it's cool that we're getting more of those uh it's just fun isn't it those yeah. kind of characters that are the, staying a bit longer the, just just whenever you're able to say like i know that character from x I've, I saw them in this, or I, I read about them in this. It's just, it's just, just special, just super fun. Yeah, yeah it's like it a, just it's makes like a... it, it makes it even more fun. Like I think I talked about that on our last episode as well. Mm-hmm. Like, that you did. Yeah. How, how seeing a character you know from somewhere else in another show, it's just almost more fun yep. than just seeing them in general. Seeing them for the first time, yeah, mm-hmm. you have a bit of an extra connection to them. Um, I find like it interesting. Seeing this... an old friend. <laughs> Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did find it uh, funny in this how we're really now starting to see the Bad Batch have to go outside of the law a bit. Um, like they're used to just like up to this point like getting being able by. to do things. Yeah, yeah getting, getting by because they're part of the Republic Army. Yeah. Um, whereas in this we had to like scramble the ship. We had to pay off the guy at the port. Uh, like we're doing stuff now that's i mean we had to basically con that guy with echo like i mean granting selling echo is not a great thing but they still they still con that man <laughs> like they, 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 they it's also not, not the greatest thing i guess they, but... they, they stole three thousand of his credits like you know and he didn't even seem like he didn't seem like a bad guy to be fair yeah, he's just, just a businessman he was just a businessman he saw what he assumed to be a droid to make a living like he, he didn't know he was buying a person like he, he saw what he thought was man. a droid he he offered yeah. a price for it they offered a counter price. He brought them down. He haggled. He bought it. Um, his droids out the back didn't seem to be getting mishandled. Granted, they had restraining bolts on, but so we can say whatever you want about that. 
But they didn't seem to be getting mistreated or anything. And then and he got they, boned. They, they just they just leave. <laughs> yeah. And then pres- presumably his droids go back to him with because the protocol droid leads them off. Um. Well, they just they stole his credits and then it's like. Um, it's funny then because we see like kind of the flip side then with Fennec doing the same sort of thing where she like I felt really bad for that like woman with the fruit she seemed so nice even in the five seconds we had her <laughs> and they just like they stole some I of mean, her fruits yeah but like stealing like two fruits is one thing stealing three thousand credits from someone oh, is a bit of a different thing exactly but like the way what Fennec says to Omega is like you get you get you, you have to break the rules sometimes you know and we're starting yeah. to see that with the Bad Batch sure. so at least if you're like um not not necessarily uh, the kind of uh, legal kind of person, I guess. My like, lord. Uh, <laughs> like they they want to try and not be captured, I guess. People are looking yeah. for them. Yep. So. There you the... go. That's also like you basically don't have any option. Yeah, I mean, then it's just sometimes like sometimes maybe do something that's not great. I think that's just it's just a first of many things you're gonna have to see them do. I think now going forward, because like we got crosshairs after them, we've got the empires after them, potentially. We've got maybe Fennec is gonna keep coming after them, trying to get Omega, like so they're probably getting chased from every angle. So they're yeah, just, just constantly mobile, I think. Like so. But mm-hmm. um no, I thought the um, I just thought that was an interesting point. I think uh, our, uh Star Wars explained talked about it, and I was like, that's an interesting point. I feel like if you talk about that. Um Wrecker got absolutely cloned in this one. <laughs> Uh, also, yet again, his head. Did yeah. You, did you notice? It was his well, head again. Well, because he's a big, she like, smashed, lumbering force. Yeah, but, like, she smashed his head against that uh, control panel or what that was. In the, 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 in the sewer s- tunnel. Steam thing, whatever it was, yeah. So you think his head again. Not going to help the chip, is that what you're saying? And or? He, held, he held his head again. So, like, she he used his like, weight against actually, him, which is really good. Like, he's a big, lumbering force. I mean, her she... tactics and, and stuff, like, of course, were, like, cool and all that, but... Yeah. If there is actually a thing with Rekka's trip... It's not getting helped. <laughs> yeah. Everything just... It gets, just... gets it bashed every episode. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's it's going to happen, huh? Not, not Rekka. One of these days, he's going to get his head hot, and it's going to be... That's going to be he it. Is, he is just... He's just a big, stupid boy. Yeah. He doesn't <laughs> deserve alone. this. Can you imagine him like on like if he turned though he'd be fucking he'd be scary? Huh? Dude, no, he, I don't did, want to. He did have like the big big brother slash dad energy though when he found Omega in the series though. He's like oh, yes. ca- carrying her away. <laughs> yeah, like I, he I, always I, like he always does basically. I, I find it funny someone pointing out that like is Ek- is a Wrecker's helmet just like sitting on top of his head like just like sitting on it because whenever he gets it knocked it comes off immediately but i think it's just like the impacts that keep up happening to him or just like a, a, a gaff i guess like, but i thought that was a funny point someone talked about like but yeah it's yeah using his weight against him is like a big way to get him but yeah it's like he keeps having his head hit i'm just like oh every time i see it i'm like oh no <laughs> i feel like i can feel it i mean it approaching. could just be nothing because people get their heads hit all the time people sure. get their heads bashed against some control panels all the time that happened a million times in clone wars happened a sure. million times in any star wars sure thing, you're not you're not wrong it could just be nothing it could head, just head, be something something that happens and doesn't mean anything headheading is not necessarily indicative of something bad happening i just just I'm just concerned hey? 
the theory is there. Yeah. And that is what makes it. The seeds what of makes Deutsch. me very nervous. <laughs> I don't yep. want this. Yep. You have to accept it when it comes. No. Um, and then I, uh, I guess the last point to have for this one is who contacted Fennec Shand or who hired her to get Omega? I, I want to hear if you have any ideas first because I've seen an idea going around that I initially had. So it's interesting that it's kind of like a presumed one. But I don't know if you've been thinking of anyone so far. Mm. What's the woman called? Nala Say. Uh, Nala Say, yeah. Her. So, so like the Kaminoans or just specifically Nala Say um, in general? I'd say not the Kaminoans in general. Okay. I'd say Nala Say in general. Uh, okay. Nala Say specifically. Okay. Just because she did seem to have a bit of a personal bond also to Omega. Sure. And also from Omega being like one of one of the one of her special babies. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I, I would um imagine she would maybe like her back at one point. Not necessarily yeah. to like give like make her work as her personal assistant again. Not 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 even to give her like to the Empire do anything Mm. of of that sort with her just just because just to help that's that's her her special her special girl basically i i kind of agree i don't know if i if i would say specifically now say or just like the camino ones but i think at least from camino i do agree yeah Um, thing is if we would go with the camino in general i would imagine that they would have a plan to make Omega some kind of em- empire weapon situation. Like against the empire? Uh, no. Like, since they are still with the empire, the empire mm-hmm. would probably, um, once they find out uh, that Omega is kind of, kind of special, mm-hmm. uh, like to acquire the child. It, it never they also would that... like to see the baby. Now I'll say and Lama Su said they're hiding things from the Empire. So yeah. yeah, the Empire might not necessarily know. So Yeah, yeah, no, but like I'm unsure if it would be about all of the Kaminoans. Like I can't imagine all of the Kaminoans are trying to hide something from the from the Empire. Sure. Probably, probably not what's happening. And if all of the Kaminoans knew about Omega, then someone would probably sell her off. I suppose, like I suppose someone more like... would someone would like try to get in in, in favor with whoever mm-hmm. our boy Tarkin or someone I don't know and sell sell off the information about Omega mm-hmm. being being the special child she is. So. I suppose more when I say the Kamino ones, I mean like Lama Su as like like the Prime Minister, who's also in league with Flam- with whatever now say is doing so. It's still possible that like well, it could be coming from. Well, that's still just two two Kaminoans, though. Yeah, but he's like the leader of the Kaminoans, you know. So the order yeah, comes but... from the Kaminoans. Mm. I'm not gonna sit there saying the entire plan of Kamino comes together. And be like, <laughs> I think we need Omega back. <laughs> no way not. And, like the leader of the Kaminoan people. I still think the Kaminoans are go are going. Huh? I still I still think it's happening. Oh yes. Like they're. Gotta happen so... at one point, doesn't it? We we know so... it has to. So. Um, we don't necessarily know that. We don't, we don't know what happens to Camino. We just never hear about them. 
We also never heard well, what happened saying, to him. Saying they are going is also not, not necessarily saying a lot, you know. <laughs> oh, I think M Boys is getting killed. Huh? All of them. Yeah, I think Cam- I think Camino's getting destroyed slash raised. Because um, I was listening to Star Wars Explained because I think we talked about last episode about like the possibility of like Camino rising up against the Empire. Yeah. Because because like something happened similar in Legends. So I was reading, I was, I was watching one of the Star Wars Explained videos to get a bit more of an idea what happened in Legends. And apparently in Legends, the Cam- the Caminoans went behind the Empire's back and created their own army of clones that were loyal only to Camino and didn't have any Order sixty six thing in 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 them. And then they used those clones to try and fight back against the Empire, and they were like decimated. And then Camino was was destroyed, or like the people were wiped out, or whatever. Which um, would be kind of an interesting thing, considering our our dear special boys from 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 the Dead Batch uh, do all all seem to have a bit of a problem with the inhibitor chip. Yeah, so it could it could just be that? Well, it could be the the Bad Batch themselves, or could also be that the Kaminoans made them as security for themselves. Maybe. Interesting. Could be that. They could also, like, I mean, they have all those um, babies still on Camino that haven't hatched yet. I don't know. It's <laughs> well, disgusting terminology. Like, but they're in the pods or stuff. So they could they could then have those ones and then breed these ones to not have the same inhibitor chips, you know? I've seen a lot of people... Sorry, dog outside. I've seen a lot of people saying that, like... And it's like it's a bit goofy. But they could have like an alternative order, like an order ninety nine, and that could like turn them against the empire, which is like a bit tongue in cheek. But I would, I would be down for it. Nah. Like, um, but I think I that don't is think... something I do not believe in. But I could see that the Kaminoans had a bit of a foresight into mm-hmm. something like this, like where they fall a bit out of favor with the uh, with the empire, basically, mm-hmm. uh, and a bit of foresight of that potentially happening at one point and maybe that's why they either gave the defected clones no chips at all or just like defected chips see i still ones i guess i'm still in the camp i don't think the defections in their chips is intentional i think it's more like a just happened you know um because like they seemed okay with the Republic. You know, the Republic were funding them and they were working very closely with them and they had a seat in the Republic Senate and stuff like that. Sure, um, but they, they're not stupid. Sure. They know, they know, like, if you deal with people with that much power, that can be going bad for you. Can be corrupted and turned against you. a second. You're not wrong. I can yeah. imagine that, at least. Like, so I, I rather- think they are very very much at least depicted as a very wise race yeah v- very very smart people so cunning one might say one might say that <laughs> <laughs> so your idea is not that they specifically get annoyed with the empire and raise against the empire yours is more of an idea that they've they've always wanted to look after their own so they've always had a thing in place where like if anyone comes against us yeah they, okay. they always just just knew um the day could come sure so, Maybe they just wanted to be prepared. Noise the time, I guess, and then they hit the button, and that's it. Yeah, I could see it. Yeah, especially like, um, yeah, just with the, with how shady they were, I could I could see that. Yeah, but I um I don't know if it'll be this season or if hopefully we're getting more seasons. It's kind of implied that we are, but we we haven't got a confirmation yet. Um, I uh, whether it's the plan, like 
I don't think the Empire has anything right now that could wipe out Kamino as a planet. Like the Death Star is still in construction and everything. Um, and they don't really even use the full blast until Alderaan. That we know yeah. of in a way. No more mining disasters, him. Um, mm-hmm. But maybe maybe they just go in and just rinse the place, maybe. Maybe they send in Vader and the stormtroopers or whatever and they just they just wreck the place, maybe. Because like oh, we have I'm that sure like the Empire has some some other ways still to uh wreck. <laughs> clean wreck up the a whole planet, I guess. Well there's a bit in one of the comics where they have like the Empire sends a squad to Moncala and it's basically just like a huge attack force. So I could I could easily yeah. see something happening to Camino. Like Moncala have... has been like historically fucked always. Yeah, and the, the bit in the comic is really good, so I think you'll really like that. Um, not good for Moncala, but it's just a really cool arc. But, like, we see that, like, that facility on Camino that we keep going to. Um, we don't know if there's, like, other places around Camino like that, or if it's, like, you got this whole water planet, you got this, like, one wee facility. Um, but I, I can I imagine I wouldn't the, call that a wee facility. <laughs> it's not wee by any means, but in the scale of a planet, it's, it's, not, it's not that big, you know, so... I could easily see the Empire just like dropping attack for like drop invader, like drop ATSTs around the place to start runs just light the light it all up like you know. I could easily see it. Oh, yes. Um or just even just Vader, Vader and some boys just go around and just like those ca- those ca- what are those Kaminoans gonna do against Vader? Like obviously like if they if they're able to turn What's a bunch of clone troopers against them. Against Vader? I mean exactly, yeah. Like you don't even need walkers or anything. Like you could easily you could say like right Vader it's Vader against all these like turned clone troopers, but they're not going to do anything, you know. He will, he will just wreck them. And if he, and if they get to the Kaminoans themselves, those big lanky necks are a perfect, <laughs> perfect attack target. Like so for the lightsaber, <laughs> so they, they'll just, they'll just crumble. It's like, a lot uh, of space. Yeah, like if they if, have if the a Empire, lot of real estate for a beheading. They've a, they have a lot of neck. Huh? Yeah, if the Empire turns its wrathful hand against Kamino, I, I can't see it going good at all. Even even if they try and put up some sort of resistance, I just no, no way. Nah, that, that, also, that, that ain't going I, I well. I don't think the Kaminoans are necessarily a warrior race. I don't necessarily no. think they have, like, um, any sort of, like, combat. personal f- co- combat proficiency, fighting spirit, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. They just be a bit fucked. Just scientists, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Just like, they, just, not... they just brains. They, they are just not, brains not on long stalks. Oh, God. They <laughs> think of, like, uh, I'm just gonna horrify and visual. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> There's like, hey, yeah, you're welcome. Okay. You're very welcome. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I really, really like the episode overall. Um, I uh, very curious to see where we go next week. I mean, there's, I suppose we I'm have very the lingering curious thread. to find out who actually hired Fennec Shand. I'll be curious to see how long it'll take to find out. It's like, I don't imagine she'll be in next episode, but we could be, could be surprised. But... I could, I could imagine it would be quite soon. Okay, okay, could also... we'll see. Yeah. It depends on if that's going to build up to anything more. Mm-hmm. You know, because if it still has some some kind of build up to happen until the series is over, like the first one at least. Yeah. Then also... it would have to happen quite soon. That's that. That's fair, especially because we have sixteen episodes and we're a quarter of the way through right now. So yeah. I'm then so again, curious what the season finale is going to be. If it wouldn't build up to something big, it would probably also happen quite soon. Because then yeah. it's more of like an arc thing. Mm-hmm. I would. That imagine. makes sense. What do you What do you think for the finale? Um, well, I... we do know we do know uh, 
our our composer what was his name kevin kiner kevin kiner yeah yes I, I saved a name in my brain i'm very proud <laughs> um something i've seen all over the place for reasons i don't really know why uh, is that he apparently sobbed when he like outright sobbed when he made the the score for the finale he said something like is it is it is it like acceptable to sob working on a score long enough but like was he sobbing because it was so sad or was he sobbing because he's like i just want to finish it (laughs) (laughs) he's just so fed up i I could imagine both of those things yes (laughs) so i don't know but kevin kennedy's music is fantastic and there's been like a lot of really really good stuff so you um, know what i can imagine and i don't i don't want to say this oh go for it say it so it has been hinted they are our leftover dads they are going to try and get crosshair back somehow mm-hmm. they're going to and i say we are going to lose at least one of them in the effort least, uh, not not losing crosshair but at least one of the other the other ones yeah okay. in the effort to get crosshair back this season or just in that effort where however long it takes mm, i would imagine that effort being the thing the first season surmounts to Okay. And oh dear, the hey. second season maybe having a different Okay. Different sort of build up. Like yeah, so a different goal to yeah. to achieve. I think the Camino thing could be a finale, but the the confrontation with Crosshair I think is yeah, it's gonna be a big one. It will it'll be I'll be surprised if they like drop it on us like mid season or something like that, you know? Yeah, no, that no. Uh, no. We haven't we haven't cross, seen it. Crosshair so. deal would in my opinion, have to be some some sort of finale. Okay, like I mean, I, I could easily see it. I'm not not ruling out. I'd be like, I'd just be surprised, you know. Yeah. If they one one big thing is yeah, it's going to have to be one big thing. Big thing, yeah. I, I'm. It's like because they had the, was it this episode or last episode where they like they really miss him or something. Was like yeah, last where episode, Rekka, it? like it was like I think in the end of the last episode where Rekka just sends in my ship and it's like I'm gonna say it. I really miss him. Pain. Yeah, because it was the last, last episode as well where he brought... Um, Crosshair brought the new yeah. team into their old barracks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They had like, the scores on the wall and stuff. Yeah. That was a really good episode. I'm really looking forward to the next one. It's, been, it's just great having a show on again, you know? And and like while weekly 20 minutes is painful, I did, I did it for last season of Clone Wars. I did it for Rebels, you know? I did it for Resistance Life, so I'll do it again. <laughs> it's just like it was more manageable when it was, when it was a week for like at least like 30 or 40 or so you know but hey ho that's what it is um so wrapping off talking about the bad batch we can get into our little like news just like out of episode discussions and then we can do our canon update to end the episode um yes. so it's become more well known now that um Dave Filoni got a big promotion yeah. Or like a new position within Lucasfilm. He's like one of the. He's now executive creative director of oh, there you go. Lucasfilms, which so, apparently happened last summer already. But Lucasfilms last summer, just, yeah. Oh. Lucasfilms apparently just could not be arsed uh, updating the information on their website for a year <laughs> straight, <laughs> which I can I can so uh, See? relate to. <laughs> See, Dave, uh, if we don't update the website, we don't have to pay appropriately, so... Uh, no, I mean, just can't, he, just can't he, do had that, he had that position all the time, but... I mean, it's I like... Can, uh, I can relate to just just not just not getting your arse up to 
to to just update just one sentence on your website. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, the, like well earned. I think like absolutely. Dave Filoni is absolutely fantastic. Like he's new like George I mean, Lucas's protege, and yeah, he has like he has just been the driving force behind very much of the Star Wars stuff we got. I just my only like since the sequels basically. My only issue with this, and it's not an issue with Dave Filoni at all. Uh, prequels, I mean, sorry. Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I love Dave Filoni, and I, like, um, I love the impact he's had on Star Wars. But some people, and unfortunately a very large percentage of people, use him as, like, a, like a messianic figure. Yeah, no. Against the leadership of Lucasfilm. Despite the fact that the leadership of Lucasfilm that they hate so much is, like, behind all the stuff that they love, you know? Um, I have big news for you. What? Is uh, Kathleen Kennedy is a woman? Excuse me. <laughs> and that's it. She's also the producer of Mandalorian and other things. Yeah, no, but I, what I mean is that if she would not be of the the female variety, mm-hmm. I would say people probably would give her. A lot, lot less. Uh, shit. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't think you're wrong. To just say it like that. So, it's like, I'm very, very happy for for Dave Filoni for getting. He like, deserves for it absolutely. Being recognized, it absolutely does. But like the. But it the will absolute... push people more into into that whole. Lord and Savior, Dave Filoni. One hundred percent. The uh, seeing him as this like godlike savior, he's gonna come and rescue Star Wars from the evil Kathleen Kennedy. And it's like, why are people like this? Star like, Wars why can't do not need wrestling? It's just like, it just attracts. Like, like I love Star Wars. Me and you love Star Wars, but it it just it's just somehow attracts a certain stink of people. Oh yes. And I would like I would like to go away please. It's such a huge. It's just because it's such a huge phenomenon. Basically, it's such a yeah. huge piece of media. With the amount of people who love Star Wars, there have to be many people who are just kind of shitty. Yep. Can't it's even say it in any nicer way. Some people are just are just very stinky. And yeah, those are just sadly always the loudest. Yeah. Because so. if you say you, you like something, people are like, cool. You, but you... I like it more. Yeah, but if you yeah. if you like complain about something, that will always be louder than if you say, "Hey, I really like that thing." That's that's very true. That's also why I don't like complaining about stuff because it's just not fun, you know. Um, but yeah, shout out to Big Dave. He really deserves it. Um, I look forward to seeing his hand across Star Wars going forward. I just wish people would chill out and stop using this as like a weapon or like another bullet in their gun, you know. It's like it's just not, not that big, lads. It's just not needed. No, like you don't need if if anything happens in Star Wars you don't like you don't have to fucking go on a tirade about how you hate Kathleen Kennedy for the 50th time this week um, like so I wish right. we could just like, go on you YouTube you just... don't need to like her I, I can't can't make make people like a person but mm-hmm. but just shut up about it maybe yeah and <laughs> just, people frustrate me you know just a hot take I think if people don't, don't if you don't like something that's that's cool People don't don't understand the rules of like producers and stuff like that. You know, it's like I don't want Kathleen Kennedy anywhere near my Star Wars. I but she produced Mandalorian. No, but, 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 and then there's a freak out. Like it's like, oh, lad, go on, just go away, please. Huh? Just get out of Star Wars. Huh? Don't want you. So not fun. Huh? Uh, and then yeah, we're you were chatting briefly about the 
before we start recording that based on its proximity to release we're probably expecting post production stuff for the book of Boba Fett soon we are yeah. and then uh, reportedly the Mandalorian season 3 is going to start uh, production going to kick in right after that yeah. like they are probably going to do that very I mean, fast and also that might already be happening like we don't we don't actually know how far they are with Boba Fett uh, with, sure. with the book of Boba Fett they, we really could, they could already just be done and have it just laying around somewhere in the corner yeah, waiting only, waiting for its release they revealed it at the end of season 2 like so yeah we really, yes, this year was... in December and that's okay. yeah. um, 7 months half a year not even yeah. we just like like not only do we have the book of Boba Fett this year we also have Visions this year but we've, we've heard nothing about that either no nothing so like Visions is what I'm really really looking forward to so, I don't know, huh? Mod check? What's going on? It's just <laughs> going to be one of those things that are just going to drop one and one day. No no warning, no nothing. It's just going to be there. Nah, I can't. They have to hype <laughs> it up, right? I mean, I would love that, but, like, I'm surprised we've heard. Maybe they want to finish it, wait until Bad Batch is finished. I can see that, especially with Visions being animated as well. Maybe. Yeah, um, I mean, I, mean I, I could imagine they probably can't. Uh, like, they, they might just have one team of animators for the animated shows so it, i you could would... imagine that they just like finish the bad batch like they already finished it obviously uh -huh. the first season and then after that work on visions who knows well the only reason i would say that's incorrect in this one is we know visions is being done by anime studios not by lucasfilm themselves so this is going yeah, to be a well, very unique then... one that's why, and like, that's different, indeed. yeah. I, I, my guess would be, once bad, bad finishes, which is it's going to finish at the start of August, I believe. Maybe then we'll start hearing about some stuff for for visions, like so. I'm really like they showed like a little tease of it in like the um the announcement thing they did, and it looked like a samurai setting almost with a lightsaber in front of them. I'm like, oh, just just that image alone. It's like yes, just just give me a time. Like I, I need it. Like we're getting a we're getting a manga. Like we're getting a canon manga for um the High Republic. Really? Um, we've had we've had manga before. Um like there there are manga adaptions of several books. Um yeah. but this we're getting our first canon manga. It's called um Edge of Balance, uh, as part of the High Republic, with like a new Jedi and everything like that. And um, we don't really know anything about it um yet. But just that idea alone is like super uh exciting to me. Like it's been written by um, one of the High Republic authors plus a um mangaka and then the mangaka is like obviously doing the artwork. Um but like just the thought of like Star Wars anime is just like super cool to me. Yeah. <laughs> I just like I need I need to see it. So I'm really excited for Visions. I think it's ten episodes we're getting. Um, and we we've already got the confirmation of a tie-in novel to one of the episodes. So like just 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 give it to me now, please. And the tie-in novels the is like tentatively named Ronan, as in like a like a rogue samurai. And it's just like oh, I I need it in my life. Right? Just give it to me, please. So I'm very excited about that. Um, that does sound very very nice. Just like if we get to a stage where we just have like Star Wars show like on like all the time, it'd be like the world would be good. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I'm, we I'm, do I'm, have one every week now. So, but like, we're gonna have a break between this and Visions. But imagine we didn't have a break. That would know? be good. What if we just like have stuff like ready to roll and do another? So, I would like yeah. that. Um, and I guess we can end with a little uh, Q 
canon update for for both of us like so mm, also um, the thing that they i kind of didn't want to talk about that because of what it leads into you know oh okay yeah i was, I, I remember it didn't add to the list and i was like yeah, it's not worth it you know um so how about yourself in terms of uh canony stuff what's been uh what's been on the docket i have recently i think started this week sometime finished very recent lords day. of the sith by Paul S. Camp. Paul S. Camp, that's right. The book, novel, audiobook, whatever you want. I mean, I finished the audiobook, but still also is a novel. I think um, <laughs> it's his only canon book, I believe. So I do not know if you about liked, that. If you liked his writing, you're not getting any more of it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So uh, what were you? What did you think of the book overall? Like, obviously, we can you can chat about anything you want. I'll just not be able to respond to it as much because it's been ages since I read it, but. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm going to go into like not not too much detail. First of all, I still think uh, the title of the book is just incorrect. You, you sh- shouldn't shouldn't have shouldn't have called it Lords of the Sith. It's just why is that? Because it's, I mean, yes, Vader and Palpatine are are in the book. They are there. Mm-hmm. They exist. But it's just mostly about Champs and Dula mm-hmm. and the Free Riders movement. Mm-hmm. And yes, also their feud with the Empire and mm-hmm. Vader and them trying to kill each other and all of that. But I feel like I don't I I don't think I know anything more than I knew before about like the Sith in general. Mm-hmm. Which the title kind of made me believe it was more about like Sith history or Sith in general. And sure. less just about uh politics in the empire and the fight between the new free Ryloth movement and mm-hmm. the empire trying to uh wipe out every res- resistance ever sure yeah what about you <laughs> yeah no, i get you but like it, it was the was was a good book just saying title i don't know about that one paul hi uh see what this title is <laughs> <laughs> Call him, I'll call I'll call him up after the stream <laughs> um I'm, I'm glad you did enjoy it. like it's it was one of the very first ones I read um I think the first four books I read from Canon were in the order were a new dawn Tarkin heir to the Jedi and Lords of the Sith were my first four so they're all quite far away from me um but I remember really liking Lords of the Sith as I well mean, once um, I'm once I'm actually done with Tarkin I have your first four books as well. Yeah. So that's your current one, right? Is Tarkin yeah, right um, now? Yeah, I'm sitting on Tarkin. No, wait. <laughs> I wish I didn't Move. say that. Moving on swiftly. Uh, by James Lucino. Yep. yep. <laughs> he also wrote Catalyst, which you've read. Yeah, so. Um, it's a fun book. It's kind of like, yeah, all the stuff on Eria do and um, Tarkin's past and stuff like that. And. Yeah, the present day story is also quite fun. But I don't know if you've dived too much into that yet. But yeah, it's a fun book. Um, I really, I really enjoyed it back when I read it. Um, I just remember reading, specifically reading a New Dawn and, and Tarkin because they were my first two. Like back when I first got into the canon, being like, there's the new Star Wars stories. Hi, like I, I just because like, I didn't touch any of Legends because canon was fairly new at the time. I've been like reading it, but like this is like my mind is like exp- I can feel my mind expanding. It was a great time. So. Uh, I'm glad you're enjoying it. So yeah, you can... it, was, it had some some really cool like interpersonal stuff between the characters we mostly at least already know. Mm-hmm. 
Valen property in being an old married couple, as usual. In Tarkin or in Lords of the Sith? No, in Lords of the Sith. In Lords of the Sith, yeah. So. Just, just being nagging each other and generally having more of a love-hate relationship. Yeah. It's the part of that child just still makes me sad. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. that made me most sad in this is probably like other than the unfortunate ending of it all. Um, mm-hmm. All of those, like not, not all of those, many uh, more heartbreaking Vader flashbacks where he yep. remembered Ahsoka and he remembered Fives. Yeah. And his, his clone friends. I After, really like, can't. Seeing, seeing a clone's face again. Yep. Like, I think a royal guard is what it was. I believe so, yeah. I, and I really just, can't wait for you to get into this. Going back into, into the good times. Whenever you read some of the. Like you've, you've touched on the Darth Vader comics briefly. We'll see once you start getting into them. Like, some of the like the Vader, like, inner head stuff is so good. Yeah. Um, which I, I really can't wait for you to be able to see. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And um, I think I have your next one after Tarkin packed out as well. So, good stuff on the way. Huh? So, just like, just moseying through. You, I trust. Can you feel the brain expanding yet? Always. 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 <laughs> I, I haven't. I haven't. I I felt it expanding since uh, I started reading Dark Disciple. <laughs> oh yes, you you've uh take your first step into a larger universe. Huh? Yeah, very very good. Uh yeah, you can you can shout away Tarkin uh, whenever you finish it. Um, Been yeah, good the only so thing far, for me that's good. good. I'm glad you're I'm glad you're liking it. it. Yeah, there's some fun stuff in it. Like kind of about his backstory and everything. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the only real thing for me, only new thing. Uh, was like the issue five of the High Republic because some new other new comics have come out yet, but I'm not caught up on those see, uh, series, so I haven't been able to read them. I know there's some really good stuff going on right now in the Darth Vader comic, but I'm like, I'm I'm way behind, so I can't read it yet. I'm being good. Um, so the High Republic is the only one that I'm actually reading live, and it's it's really good so far. Um, it's a great like because the High Republic era was specifically written to connect everything. Um, it's just like it just it's just flowing so so well and everything. Like seeing characters that you like shoot from one medium and the other, and it's just like, well, and because it's specifically written this way, it just feels really good. The art is fantastic. Um, I just hope, like, uh, there's a character that ends this issue in not a great place, and I really like the character. And I'm like, hope character X is okay. <laughs> if I come back next issue and character X not doing so well, I'll be very sad. But, um, yeah, anyone who's read the issue will know what I'm talking about. So, um, but yeah, it's a, it's a great, great comic, and like a lot of the Powerful characters are really, really, really fun. Um, like um, Avar Chris, who I've seen, I've sent you some art- artwork of. She's like the main, the main Jedi of the era. Um, she's like the the blonde woman who I've sent you some artwork of. She's really good. Um, you got Skier, who's like a Trandoshan Jedi. Um, Belzadafar, Luden Greatstorm, some sick, Skier is really a fun yogurt. characters so far. <laughs> huh? Skier is a yogurt. Yogurt? It's a what kind of yogurt? What is? Skier. Oh, skier. Uh, but it's skier with like five S's at the start. Oh, yes. Like a Trandoshan. Like of course, because he is a Trandoshan. Skier, yeah. And, just, and all his dialogue like, in the comics like has boss. like... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, like all his all his dialogue in the comics has like any S's or like mm. multiple, multiple S's. It's the same with, yes, with any Trandoshans. Yes, like, so. How else <laughs> would it be? 
How else would you know he's a Trandoshan yeah. apart from the fact it looks like a Trandoshan? <laughs> <laughs> um, could just be could just be some lizard. That's uh, a bit generalised on that time. Oh. Yeah, you can't say that. But uh, <laughs> no, it's it's been uh, really good because the next like High Republic novel isn't out for like a little bit yet. Like I don't think it's out this month. Um, so the comics have been the kind of the main ongoing thing, and obviously the the bad patch. Like so, I've been I've been really really enjoying it though. Um, so. I don't know if I'll have much of an update next week because I'm still catching up with my comics. So it'll, if you've finished any of your books, it'll probably just be you. But otherwise, we'll just like chat generally about stuff again, favorite characters and things like that. I mean, even if you just catch up with your comics, you still have something. That's true. To like about like talk about, I guess. New things I picked up on, or new things I appreciate, things like that, or just or general just comics you remembered again because you haven't read yeah. them in a million years. Many years, yeah. It has it really has been at this stage, like so. Um, unless you have anything else, I think we'll we can call it there for today. Nope, I think I am done. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Bit of Banta, and we will catch you again shout next out, time. Shout out to Creek to the name for the name, by the way. We haven't done big, that. We haven't done that last time. Thanks for the bad joke. Big, big Red Creek, wherever <laughs> he may be. Thank you. <laughs> We're honoring your legacy. Thanks everyone. Thanks. See you later. Bye. Bye.